What's up, everybody? It's Dorian and Morgan, and this is The, the Rooted, Rooted Life. And we are so excited to be back yet again. Can you Yo. believe it's Thanksgiving season? How is November over? Let's just talk about how November was non-existent. Let's talk about that. That's pretty much how all of these months have been. Like, I mean, it was just July, to be honest. So yep. I know we keep talking about it, y'all, but it really is crazy. Like, the time is flying. And I feel like as we get older, it flies faster. I don't know what that's about. I read an article that it's true. There's scientific research. You always read an article (laughs) about something, man. You always know some information. That's crazy, though. I mean, it. I can't imagine, like, what my parents feel like because I'm like, yo, I'm only 27, and it feels like time is flying. So, anyway, it's Thanksgiving season. So, Mo, what do you love about this time of year? Okay, so I'm actually not a big Thanksgiving person. It's probably because I'm vegan, and so when I – Really, you had to make that face. It was I'm just so, saying, it like, disturbed you, you so deeply. Y'all, come on, y'all, back me up. Like, there's just so much good food. Well, to that's eat. what I'm about to get to. Oh, okay. As a vegan, there's actually not that much food for me to get into because everything seems to have meat or dairy in it. But yes. every year, my sister and I, uh, we go up to Chicago and we see my grandma and my family. So that is a Thanksgiving tradition that I really do love. What about you? We know you love it because of food. What else? Well, yes. I mean, everyone knows that I do love a good meal. Um, <laughs> but in addition, I think Thanksgiving season for me, like it jumpstarts Christmas in my family. Oh, okay. um, so what, for us, like over that little holiday break back when you actually used to get like a real break in school, mm. uh, we would get our Christmas tree. So all the decorations go up the day after Thanksgiving. And my mom collects little black Santas. And so it's like a big deal <laughs> because it used to be cute. But then now it's like Luana. <laughs> You got a hundred little black Santas rocking around here. We don't have time. And like every year I'm like, mama, let's just put out like 10 of them. She's like, "Mm -mm, no, because I bought this one last year on the Macy's sale. So let's go on and get this one up. Look at his little glasses. I'm like, okay, girl. (laughs) So yeah, it's just great to have that family time. And it it really has some special memories in my heart now about it. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) So even though Thanksgiving is not really my typical thing, I'm super hyped because we're dropping something special for y'all this season. So ever since. Um, Transformation Conference where we had our Rooted Life t-shirts. Mm-hmm. People have been asking when are y'all going to drop merch? When are we going to have the merch? So we are happy to announce that on Black Friday, November 29th we are going to drop our merch for pre-order yeah so that's definitely big for this season like that's gonna be so special y'all so my good friend john wood that i grew up with in atlanta already kind of has an established line and we're going to be collaborating with him um to release a really special collection some rooted Mm. merch coming at y'all on black friday Man, that's going to be so dope. I'm so excited. Well, since we've kind of been talking about gratitude during the month of November and our last episode, we talked about, you know, using gratitude as a weapon. I think we kind of just continue with that train of thought and maybe just do like our top moments from 2019 that we're most grateful for. Okay. And, you know, it's our mini season, so we don't have all the time in the world. So maybe we just share like top three. Three. Drake, couldn't help it. <laughs> I mean, but 2019 has just been so dope. I don't know if I have just three things, Mo. Uh, I think you can do it. So while you're over there trying to figure it out, how about I just kick <laughs> us off? I'll start, and you just try to narrow it down in the meantime. Go right ahead. All right. So the first thing I'm thankful for, y'all, 2019 was a wilderness season for Ooh, me. I say the first half of this year was just really a season of isolation and incubation. Um, and if I'm honest, like, I resisted it. It felt like a punishment 
It felt like God was mad at me. It felt like he was withholding good things from me. But we know in his word, he never withholds any good things from us. Um, And he brought me to a desert place. But it was in that (laughs) desert place that I really learned that he really is our provider. He provides sustenance. He provides comfort. And he restores us. Um, Even more so in this wilderness season, I was single, girl. Yes. Yes, I know. Single. Single. This I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like not on a date. I didn't go on one date. Nobody hit on me. No one pursued me. And I didn't pursue nobody uh and you know this is true right like you can attest Uh, you're my best friend I've been single yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and it's funny about what's funny about that is that I was so resistant to it because again I thought that God was withholding things from me Mm -hmm. and he had been so clear and saying like I want you to myself and I'm like God I want a man to myself (laughs) (laughs) can we be real oh yes I want a man to myself God um, but I'm grateful that he knew what I needed and knew I did not need anybody. I needed him. <laughs> and so I'm grateful that in that wilderness season and that season of singleness that I'm still in currently that he's really just shown me new depths of rest and, and healing. Yeah. And I have found so much joy and so much fulfillment just seeking him and spending time with him. So mm-hmm. it's been a beautiful season, girl. Oh, I love this. So awesome. And so I guess what do you think then is your biggest takeaway from this single season, this wilderness? Mm. Well, it's been 16 months of singleness and celibacy, but he's counting. I mean, no one's not like I'm counting in my journal, but um, I think that God really showed me that he needs space in our life and that as a gentleman, he's never going to come into a place of our heart that Mm. we don't allow him to come in. So I think this was his way of gently showing me like, you actually really need me even more than you know you need me. Mm -hmm. And that when we give him the space to move um, and the more that we seek him in those seasons, he um, approaches us and speaks to us and reveals things to us. So I think it's just important for me to see that like, I need him and that when I spend time with him, there is a well that gets deep into me. Mm. And now I feel like my faith walk and my understanding. And it was in that wilderness season that um, I just saw who he was and saw his heart. So it was just a beautiful season. I could go on and on about it, but let's <laughs> go ahead and give you a chance. So Del, what's the first thing you're grateful for from this year? Mm, I would say um, I'm thankful for the lesson humility that I have received mm. this year. Um, it has worked two ways. I think humility is so interesting because a lot of times people think about it like, oh, you're so humble. And so then like these great things that happen voice. to you. What was that voice about? You know, that's that was the humble like, voice. Oh my God, you're so <laughs> humble. Like, oh gosh, she's just so humble. And so that's what I feel like. The first part of the lesson was, um, so it was like God kind of elevated me because of that humility. But then there was also the second part of God humbling me and like sitting me down because I was thinking a little too highly of myself, which is funny that they both happened in the same year. But so to speak on the first part, I've shared before that I won an award at work called the Behind the Scenes Award. And um, it's given by the executive office at KIPP DC. And it's in front of like the entire network. So it was a really big celebration and a big moment for me. And I was really surprised by it but when I looked back and reflected after receiving it I thought about how I had spent a lot of early mornings and late Mm -hmm. nights and times where I was like God does this work even matter is what I'm doing even worth anything Mm -hmm. and for him to have elevated me publicly for what he was already commending me for privately was it was such a big lesson and like girl you don't have to have all of the shine and the praise and the spotlight on you though that feels nice what's actually Mm -hmm. more important is just serving God. And I remember for that whole year coming into KIPP, I was so grateful because it was after such a hard season mm-hmm. that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on God. Everything that I'm doing is for God in this work. And it was just really cool to see how he turned it all around. And I think it's even cool too that I've gotten to walk alongside you in that journey. Yeah. Like from you saying, hey, I got an interview in DC. Mm-hmm. I might move up there. I'm moving up there. I got a job. Yeah. And even when you thought you didn't 
get the award, I remember you text me like, Mo, I don't think I got it. Yeah. And then you're like, but it's okay. Like, I just want to serve him. Yeah. And so then when you sent me the video, like, I just <laughs> cried because I knew your faithfulness and his faithfulness mm. just was such a testimony to me. And it really reminds me of First Peter 5, 6. Humble mm. yourself, therefore, mm. under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. And he did just that. That scripture means so much more now that I've been able to walk through it in real life. That's beautiful. So you mentioned earlier humility working in two ways. What was the other way you received a lesson in humility? So the other way wasn't a celebratory. Mm -hmm. um, this is like, you know, when you see stuff going on with people and you're like, man, I don't know how she got wrapped up in that. Or be like, me. Exactly. <laughs> the, the couldn't be me attitude. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, we can just be so quick to judge people from the outside looking in. Mm. So I found myself in a challenging situation earlier this year. And it's one of those situations where if somebody else was telling it to you, you would be like, this girl dumb. Like how she end up. Dumb. Yeah. Sometimes you just be looking at people like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it was one of those situations. But because it was me, all of a sudden I had this capacity for understanding Amazing. and grace. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty complex. She's probably having a tough time with like this is me <laughs> talking to me. And I realized that a lot of times from the outside looking in, we are so quick to judge and we're so quick to put things on a situation that we really don't know anything mm -hmm. about instead of taking the time to give people grace. And I think God humbled me with that situation and reminding me that he has to be involved in every aspect of my life, Thanks. especially the ones that I think that I can manage and control on mm. my own. I'm like, okay, God, like this is tough, but I think I got it. Like I kind of know how to work this thing out and like halfway praying about it instead of actually seeking and asking mm. like, God, what should I be doing right now? What are you trying to teach me in this situation? At the end of everything, I feel like it was just a reminder of like, he has to be involved in order to see me through. And it was also for me to be able to understand that like, you have to be able to have that heart for other people. Mm. And the same benefit of the doubt that you give yourself in a difficult situation, you have to always be willing to give that to others. Ooh, that's deep. Being willing to give others the same benefit of the doubt that mm -hmm. we give ourselves. Ooh, that's so good. And as your friend, it was difficult <laughs> to watch you have to walk through that. And yet it's been so beautiful just to see how God uses difficult moments in our lives mm -hmm. to really develop and mature us. And it's just wonderful. Um, it's a wonderful reminder that like nothing is beyond his grace mm. and that he will take anything, even mess that we create difficult yep. moments. And he will still prove to us that his love is truly, you know, it's sufficient. Yeah. Um, and his love is unconditional and that he's going to work everything out for our good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So second thing, what are you grateful for? Okay. So as difficult as that wilderness single season has been, God has gifted me with community. Yeah. Oh man, I could, I'm just smiling. Like I'm smiling with my, my mouth, but I'm also like, my heart is just shining. Yeah. I'm just so just grateful um, because I don't think I would have been able to sustain in that desert season without yeah. uh, community. And in April, 2018, like I've talked about before, um, I ended a long-term relationship and I really lost a little bit of community that I did have. Mm. Um, and so I started praying. In 2018 of April, like God sent me community. Little did I know mm, in his faithfulness, he had already made provision hmm. and sent our church up to D.C. Mm -hmm. that previous fall that they were doing worship nights and working to establish the church. So really in the same month that I had been praying for a church, I ended up going to the church that was my home. Yeah. Um, and so I just love that he had already made provision for me. And now just a year and a half later, just it's been beautiful to see the vision he's had for this community and just see it unfold. And yeah. just to have like a community of believers who stand with me, who will cry with me, who say, you are on my heart. I prayed for you this morning. Mm -hmm. Here's a sermon. Here's a worship song. And just to have that 
community has just been a blessing I didn't know I needed, but a blessing that I clearly uh, recognize now that I need. Um, and so it's just been really cool just to have my first real taste of community. And so I owe so much of that to you, Dorian, obviously for <laughs> bringing me to Passion City um, and to our church and just to be surrounded by people who love me and honor me and uplift me. It's just been a gift of a lifetime. It's so funny, too, because I did not know until way after the fact that that is what you were looking for. Mm. I just did what I felt like God was telling me to do. I feel mm. like there's such a big lesson in obedience there. Yeah. And we talk about obedience all the time, but like our story really just, it puts the nail on the head for it me. Does. And just really reminds me that like, you gotta be obedient because you could be the answer to somebody's prayers. Like Literally. you are the medium through which that blessing can come. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love how it took place with us and me just mm -hmm. being like, girl, come on over here. And I had only <laughs> gone to the church one time. So it's not like I was invested <laughs> and like had a, a special connection. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this was cool. Come on, Mo. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's really cool. What, what do you think, um, what role has community then played in your life uh, over the course of a year? I think just having community to hold me up when I'm weak, like I can text mm. you and be like, oh, I'm struggling. Or I can see a friend in church and be like, can you just pray with me? Just to have people who are willing to walk through the fire with me mm -hmm. has just been, again, it's just such a gift. It's something I didn't know that I needed. And I think that just as God did heart surgery, it was nice to be able to walk out of that surgery and be like, can you just give me a hug? Yeah. You know what I mean? Can you just hold me for a second? Mm -hmm. um, and then I think also second fold, just being able to see that I have like gifts and skills that he's given me that I would have never known I had mm. without this community. Like they help to shine a light on the gifts that he put in my yeah. heart and they see things in me that I don't see in myself yet. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I didn't know that was in there. How did you know that I had that? Yeah. So it has been beautiful to have that support, but also to be able to use my gifts for the kingdom and the community. So it's just, I could go on and on, but I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you go ahead. So what about you? What's the second thing you're grateful for this year? Okay. Um, so my second thing is actually Grace Group. Mm. Um, I just love what has come from that community mm. and what has come from people who are actually like seeking to know God more. Mm -hmm. I think I have transitioned from a space of just kind of like knowing who God is, going to church, to actually like seeking him, trying to be devoted to him regularly. Mm. And I think I was just so overwhelmed that, of course, just last week, we had a grace group that had about 17 people in wow. it. Wow, a whole and church. It, what? <laughs> and it started with me, you, and Kenny. Like the very first grace group, I think, had maybe me, you, Kenny, and like two other people. It was like five maybe. people last July or August. And to see it go from there to like, okay, this is cute. Like our little small group. And then people were coming last week and I was just like, I kind of started to get like a little bit of anxiety. I'm like, I don't have enough printouts. I don't have enough <laughs> snacks. Like, you know, the host in me is like, I'm not prepared for this. And God is like, you don't have to be prepared. Oh, like I'm so already good. working in you. You're just creating the space. Mm -hmm. And like, he's given me this gift and this this love of making spaces where people feel welcome, where people can so feel true. connected and where um, people just feel embraced. And I love that I have been able to be used as an instrument in that plan mm -hmm. and that there are people who are looking again, I didn't even know we're looking mm. and now they have something. And I love that it is people of color who are coming together and something that I have never really seen before. It really just warms my heart all the way through. And it gives me a lot of hope for our generation to see young mm. people coming together, wanting to know God more and to make mm -hmm. him known. Oh, I just got goosebumps. It's so beautiful. And I think it's so cool that we both talked about community. Like, I didn't know you were going to talk about community. Yeah. You didn't know I was going to talk about community. I but know. I think that just speaks to how important it's been in our walk mm -hmm. and how 
beautiful it is that like a year and a half ago you and I were praying we were both like you my only friend walking with God <laughs> you my only friend and we just be looking at each other like yep. well I guess we'll talk about scripture together yeah and so it's so cool just to see our community grow together and see how God has used both of us because like he gave you the space and the idea and then he's given me the gift to bring people in like just sitting in grace with people being like I'm thankful for Morgan I'm thankful for Morgan I'm like I know y'all yeah. thankful for me and I was looking around at all the faces that God had told me to be obedient to to reach out to mm-hmm. and I just think that's so cool how he's using our gifts and tangent to um, really further the kingdom and yep. build community. So it's just been amazing. Uh, speaking of amazing, what do you think has been like the most amazing thing about Grace Group to date? You know, something that you just said reminded me of how important like embracing individual gifts are. Mm. Because remember how every time you would invite somebody, I would be like, why <laughs> is she inviting somebody what? else to Grace Group? Every really time. Would. And then you would text me like the day of like, hey, invited somebody. I'm like, <laughs> no, I just want like our little group of five. And so wow. it's just funny. I just had the revelation that it wouldn't have even grown had you not had the gift of you wanting to invite people Mm. to come into that space. So me wanting to host the space and you being like, let's bring more people. (laughs) And then like next thing you know, we're at 17 people. So I think that's really dope. Um, But the thing about Grace Group that I think has amazed me the most is that like real relationships are forming Mm -hmm. out of it. And having been a person that once connected to people over some pretty like damaging habits and it's amazing to see that now I can foster true connection with people over something like that is fruitful in my life Mm -hmm. and that is beautiful um I hung out with Elena last night who I've come to know through this group as well and just had such an amazing time watching hockey and ice skating and like just just having fun and thinking that like that would have looked very different before like not to say that there's anything wrong with like going to happy hour and getting drinks but Mm -hmm. like that's not where I am anymore and so to be able to grow to a place where it's like I had an amazing time and I didn't Mm -hmm. have to turn up to do it and that was kind of cool um so I think that just having that uplifting community and being able to help other people make connections it has been really cool. And even just speaking about Elena, who's such a blessing in both of our God, lives. Love her. I think it's beautiful that pe- God will bring people in your life who have similar interests yeah. as you. Because like we went hiking, Elena and Aaron and I went hiking. It was mm-hmm. a beautiful hike several weeks ago. And I didn't have any friends like you don't really want to be no, outside man. like that. God knows. Uh, we've, we've established that <laughs> in our relationship and on the podcast. Yeah. But I just think it's beautiful that he not only brings community that will uplift us and support us and see gifts in us, but also community who we can like have a good time with. Yeah. It's so sweet of him. Yeah. And I think kind of speaking to what you said, my previous communities are kind of piecemeal together because we work together mm-hmm. or we like the same kind of music mm-hmm. or we are both doing this whole like social justice thing. But it's like those things fall apart once the interest fades. And I love that we are surrounding and we kind of um, revolve around something that's never going to fade, which yes. is Christ and his love for us. Ooh, and I think good. that means that the community is going to be established. Like it's not going to change. It may look differently mm-hmm. but because he's never going to change. It's beautiful to know, like, I'm going to have this community for the rest of my life. Yeah. Even if it shifts and looks differently. So it is humbling and it is just such a gift. And what's so funny about that is like. People, I feel like, think like, oh, you know, Bible study community, like they probably lame. Let me tell you, (laughs) Elena and I coming home from that hockey, we are in the car. Literally, we got rich homie Quan, little baby, (laughs) the baby. Like we were bumping in the car coming home. And it was funny because we both kind of looked at each other in this way that was like, yo, I know you get down like this. (laughs) And so we had this moment of like, okay, we could get into the word and get into the car. And Elena was like, can I turn the music up a little bit? <laughs> I said, oh, sis, you don't know who I am. She don't know you. Turn it up. And she looked over. She said, okay, though, I see you now. So, yeah, I just want to encourage people that getting to know 
um, making new friends under the body of Christ like mm-hmm. is beautiful, but he will really bring you people that you are truly compatible with and who you can have lasting and real forming relationships mm-hmm. with. And when it comes to community, if you don't see it, just create it. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with Grace Group. We didn't see a Bible study and mm-hmm. then boom, here's a Bible study for us. So I think uh, taking the time to really just go after whatever it is that you want to see in your community. If you seek God on it, you'll be surprised at how he can move mm-hmm. and how many other people are looking for the same thing that you're looking for. So shout out to our Grace Group gang. Mm-hmm. Um, we are so thankful for you. Yes. But Mo, what's your last thing that you're thankful for? Well, let me go ahead and shout out the Grace Group too because I love them so much. <laughs> Ooh, I really do. Okay, so my third thing, you might have to bear with me a little bit. It's a little bit left field, a little okay. bit vague. Uh, but I'm super grateful for technology. Okay. And let me kind of clarify. Yeah, say more. Like, I just think it's so cool how God has used technology. Pastor Teray was talking about this in his message a couple weeks ago, how God has like used technology to get his word across to people all over the world in mm. ways that people were never able to utilize platforms to like spread the gospel. Yeah. Um, so when I think about what my walk has looked like this month, I'm thinking about watching Pastor Mike Todd online, Stephen Furtick. Dr. Daniels, Teray, Sarah Jakes. I mean, just being able to go on YouTube and get a sermon mm. is a gift. Because I think 10 years ago, people couldn't just go online and get a yeah. sermon that they needed. And I don't want to ever take it for granted that I have access to such beautiful um, sermons and lessons. And even when I think about podcasts, like I can go on my phone and listen to The Grove. Like I can listen to a worship song mm-hmm. on um, Spotify. I can go on my Bible app and type in faith mm-hmm. and find 30 Whole scriptures thing. I need on faith. And I just love being able to have access um, to God and access to his um, word um, in such um, an easy and accessible way. Um, And it's really built my faith. I mean, honestly, I don't think I would be where I'm at in my walk without having access to all these resources. And I never want to take it for granted that he's given me access to him in such a clear and accessible way. Um, So I'm just grateful for the way people have used their online platforms to just really share the gospel. Yeah, I think that's dope when you really think about it even take it a step further and think about like how the Bible was probably originally presented to people mm-hmm. like on, I don't know what it scribes and scrolls know. and I don't know, clay guys. I'm, I don't know anything <laughs> about know. history. So, but something that it was on what that is? wasn't an iPhone <laughs> was not a podcast. And so to think that like God's word transcends with the times, wow, that's so cool. both spiritually and physically, mm-hmm. that's amazing to consider that like God's like, oh, I know where the world is going. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that y'all can still get fed. And if you don't have access to go sit in a church for whatever reason, like mm-hmm. you can still get what you need. Part of that makes me think like, oh, you can't hide from the word because mm-hmm. we got it for you on the Bible app. We got it for you on, you know, the Instagram. streaming live. It's on Instagram. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Like if you're looking for the word, it's there for you. And I think that means too that we have to be even more diligent with the distractions that come because i think it's like the more access that we have to the word it's mm-hmm. like the more we get complacent and the more we take it for granted because mm. it's always there you know what i mean i feel like if my favorite restaurant was across the street from me yeah i wouldn't have as much like because it's so close i don't think i would have like as much love for it because I, I would take it for granted and i think the more that we have access the more we kind of be like oh it's there if i need it but it's like we gotta be hungry for it mm-hmm. just like the people in the bible who would spend hours writing who would walk miles and days to share that word with somebody we need to have the same kind of fervor and the same kind of like thirst and hunger for it Mm. just like they did when they had to walk miles to hear from god that's good literally yeah so what do you think of all these different platforms which one has been the most impactful for you 
Girl, I got to go with the good old Bible app. Um, I was looking at my Bible app, girl, and I have almost completed 80 plans, like devotional plans this year. That's wild. And that's not me boasting. Like, look at me like that's the Holy Spirit, honestly, because I I mean, he gives us the power and the desire to do what pleases him. So even if I want to do it on my own, I can't. I need him. Um, And to be honest, most of those plans were done in that wilderness season that I talked about when I was just desperate for a word from him. When I was in that desert season, I was like, God, I need your sustenance. Um, So I think it's really beautiful that he used that wilderness season to really deepen my walk with him and deepen my understanding um, of who he is. And I've just, I have laid in the bed, fallen asleep, listened to the Bible app. I have read, I have had tears streaming down my face Mm -hmm, on that phone. mm -hmm. Um, And I have just gotten and received so much revelation to who he is through that Bible app. So I love that he's given me like this online version of a love letter. Just like, here you go, laying in bed. Here I am. I love you. I'm here. Um, And it has just renewed my heart. It's um, giving me strength. And especially those Isaiah 40 moments. And I'm like, God, I'm feeling faint and weary. I just Mm -hmm. bought that app. I'm like, give me something, God. Give me some kind of scripture. Um, So I just mm, love it. Okay. So what about you? What's your last thing you're thankful for? So my last thing, um, I'm actually going to have to say you, Morgan. Um, (laughs) I know. It is. It's funny because actually... I thought about it from one way when I was originally thinking about it, but our conversation earlier, we were talking about God answering prayers like years and years later. Mm. And so when I was talking to my mom the other week, she was like, isn't it crazy how you and Morgan have become so close and like (laughs) you always just wanted a best friend. She reminded me of the Mm. fact that like I struggled in my childhood with just having like that one friend, you know, Mm -hmm. how everybody's like, oh yeah, this is like my best friend, like my best best. And I have had really close friends, but then I look now and some of those relationships have faded away and they don't exist anymore. Um, And I realize a lot of them were built around convenience and just the ease of being in school with you or, you know, being my roommate or Mm -hmm. just different things that the friendship revolved around. So when, like you said, when that thing faded, then that relationship faded. Mm. And when she reminded me of that, I was like, dang, I really have on the lowest of keys been asking God for a best friend (laughs) since I was a little girl. And to see that he answered that in you in my late 20s, I'm just Mm. like, oh, my God. Like, I think that our friendship and you are just another another visual of God's faithfulness in my life. And so that is why I'm just so grateful Mm. for just what you represent to me. But then also like you as a person and how you continuously like push me. You challenge me to think about things in a different way. You don't let me settle in like sometimes (laughs) my very like single mindedness um, or just like having because I can be so stubborn, like that Taurus in me, man, I'll just have one way that I see something. And you're like, well, did you think about this? Or like, maybe you've considered that. And I think a lot of that too, is just your heart. And then some of it is also your professional expertise. So you Mm. have a very specific way of considering things. So you Mm. just really challenge me in so many ways. And like God uses you to challenge me with like communication and like Mm. being honest about your feelings and us talking about things when it's like, we don't really want to talk about (laughs) this. And you being like, well, I'm frustrated about this. Let's put it on the table. So, yeah, it it is just crazy to see how good God is and to see that in a friendship um, is such a blessing. Mm. Mm. And what you said reminded me, too, that my mom told me a while ago, like, he never forgets our prayers. Mm -hmm. Even even when you forgot that prayer, he's like, no, I know every tear you've cried. I have not forgotten. Like, that doesn't, Mm. that's not lost on him. So I love that we serve a God that's like, even if you've forgotten and you've moved on and you thought you were fine, I'm so good that I'm going to recall back to you my own goodness by answering a prayer 20 years later. Yeah. 
Now that's not faith on this child. Y'all want me to cry what? and preach on this podcast, but I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> not gonna do it. But I'm just so grateful. I mean, I the list could go on and on about how grateful I am for you. But likewise, girl, just likewise. I love it. Um. So last week we talked about gratitude as a weapon, and this week mm. I think that we have just shown how we can be reminded of God's faithfulness and encouraged while we're on our walk mm-hmm. by remembering the things that we are grateful for. And so I hope that you all listening, y'all take time to do. Do the same exercise and just think about three things that you're grateful for from this year. Share it with someone mm-hmm. and really just see um, how good God has been to you and how good he is overall. That's it right there. <laughs> Your famous words. I think choosing gratitude has caused my heart to erupt with Thanksgiving. But also this week, I've been challenged when I woke up Wednesday morning and didn't want to. <laughs> same thing as last time. Yeah, I didn't want to do. I literally thought about fighting complacency and I was like, ugh. All right, God, let's 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 do this. So it was really cool that it was still ministering to me a week later that yeah. he helped me remember that. Um, and I just love that we can choose keen division over what we see. And every time we do that, we are connecting with our father and choosing gratitude over complaints. Yeah, he really is so faithful to us. And with that in mind, so there's another way I believe we can express gratitude, which is through giving. Mm-hmm. And God has done so much for us that I think we are really just called to spread that same generosity he's put on us uh, back out to the world. So we've identified a really special cause and we're really mm-hmm. excited to announce that we're going to launch a 10 day campaign starting today Mm -hmm. in support of our friend Mike D and in partnership with this great organization called Amira. Yeah, so Amira is a nonprofit organization. They work with women who have been trafficked. They provide safe homes, recovery programs. They lead um, survival-led support groups in prisons in the community, and they really work to educate people about human trafficking. And so our goal is to raise $1,000, and that money is going to go towards the completion of their safe house that's in Massachusetts. And I think what's special about this is that in this season of giving, like our goal is actually going to be matched. Yeah, that's so dope. So collectively, our gift of $1,000 would be recognized as 2000 for this cause. Mm. So for 10 days, we are looking for 10 people each day to donate. Donate just a gift of $10. And of course, you can give more or you can give less. Just pray about it and move with whatever God places on your heart. But you can donate to this campaign at Venmo, Rooted Life Podcast, or on Cash App, dollar sign, Rooted Life Podcast. Ooh, I'm so excited about this, y'all. I hope yeah. y'all are too. And I just love that we get to talk about the goodness of our father, but there's just something so meaningful about putting action behind our words. Yeah. So I'm excited that we get to use our love for Christ as motivation to better serve those who are around us. Love it. Well, don't forget that we are also continuing our 30 days of gratitude on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We're posting every Friday this month. And last week we celebrated our God-given gifts. So shout out to all the followers who celebrated the gifts of their loved ones with us. That was so dope to see everything people had to say about their friends. Yeah. Um, And if y'all not following us go ahead and hop on insta and follow us at, at rooted life podcast for more information about what we're doing this season and also about the mirror giving campaign and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, take a moment rate us five stars leave us a review all right rooted family well we've said it before and it still stands true we are so grateful for you all so love y'all and stay rooted <laughs>